So I've got a short word this morning on the five wonders of Christmas. And I usually use, use props, and you kind of do usually use props because as soon as I put a few things out, folks are like, oh, if it's happening this morning, <laughs> that's something a little bit different. I've usually just got the pulpit and the Bible, that's a safe zone to hide behind the Bible and the pulpit, right? That's what I was thinking. And it's great to have some of the kids in with us this morning. Is the wonder of the tree. It's the first wonder, isn't it? The kids. This is the kids' zone. Us grumpy adults, do you mind for like it was to hear the wonder of the tree, wasn't it? Whoa. Come on, work with my like panto. Whoa, it's the wonder of the tree. That's what you looked forward to every year. Was fit is going on under the tree. Fit as my relatives left my fit Santa left my was ah oh, about this thing here. The tree, the given tree. The night before Christmas, Christmas Eve, oh, it was nothing like it. You were so excited to sleep, wasn't you? But you were so excited that you couldn't sleep. You might feel like that was elderly people as well. You might not feeling. You've rotten your last. Somebody's popped the lum because Abdi used to hear lum or you sent it to Santa and you just trusted you've got to get what you wanted and you used to look out the window. The night before Christmas. If you had an all our brother or again, your parents would be the same. It was always like us. Before you went to bed, let's look for Santa. Let's look for him. Let's see if we can see him. And he used to look. And my all our brother was two years older than me. For some reason, he always seen Santa first. And my parents, I was always the last. You see the lights? The green and red said Santa coming. And they would say, whoa, here he comes. He's our bulgar. He's getting closer. You better get to your bed. And I'd be like, yes, I see him as well. He's coming. It's like the elf. It's Santa. It's Santa. He's coming. He'd be so excited. And there was bells ringing. And oh, you just trusted that oh, you'd get what you wanted. My advice to little kids, be specific on your list. Be specific. I was one year. Again, Panto. I asked for a remote control car for days, and I'd marked it in my Argos catalogue. The younger generation doesn't account what an Argos catalogue is. Exactly what I wanted. And at that time, I was a uh, remote control. See far the memorial thing is uh, beside James Ramsey. I used to be like a, a station that was like raised, and it was for folk that was got the remote control cars, and I was a little circuit. For days, I was thinking, I'm going to be there. After Christmas, I'm going to be the fastest remote control player in the broch. You can feel like it is when you're young, you exaggerate things in your mind. So number one in my last remote control car. I must have been a naughty boy that year. I tipped the doing and I'm all rushed. First remote control car. Well, I did get a car, right? But only went forwards and backwards, and it was attached, the remote control was attached to the car with a wire. Christmas Day. <laughs> this is great. Thank you. In the living room. Oh, it's stuck in the carpet. Oh, no. Okay. Burns, be specific. But be always be grateful for what you get. But it's a wonder of the tree. When you're at primary school and you turn up to, to, to fire chums, got it's a, the first wonder growing up to do with Christmas was the wonder of the tree. But when you get all grumpy kids, like us, you sort of, 
You move away from the tree, don't you? Adults, that's child's play. We, we are just on the naughty list continually. And if it becomes the most important, it's a wonder of the table, isn't it? Because then it's like, as though we need an excuse to drink more slower and eat more food. But about the table, while the kids are out at the tree, we think, Fa's ruin the table. Fa's come and ruin. Fa was spending Christmas Day we on the festive season, if I was spending Hogmanay, if I was shooting a breeze we, we're going to open our crackers, we'll say the jokes, we'll put on the moustache that we get with the cracker. When it's a bother about the tree, it's a wonder of the table. And for some us here, it's a reminder as well of people that we've lost through the year. There's an empty seat. And you'd want them back, you'd want all your family back. Because you start mining about the Christmases from before and when you go to my granny's house and now she's passed away, my granny, he's passed away, and sometimes the table shrinks through the years and sometimes it gets mere, but it's not so bothered about the gifts. It's about the table, the wonder of the table. If I was coming round, if I can we meet, if I will hear laughing, if I will go to the panto, if I was coming round the table, if I was coming with the slower, if I was going to eat turkey, we. It's not even about the amount of food, it's, it's memories. I was to try and say to the kids, it's never about the stuff in life. It's always about the memories that you make with people. And unfortunately, I have, unfortunately, people pass away and after the funeral services, and it's always an insight into the importance of life. Because families, they never really speak at that moment when you're preparing for a a service who I loved when it's passed away. They never ever speak about the car that they got. They never ever really speak about if it was under the tree. They never really speak about the house. They never really speak about the Gucci handbags that she wore or he got. They always think, oh, I mind this story, and he did this, and she did that, and it was Christmas, and this happened, and we went for a journey, and something funny happened. Because us grumpy adults that's on the naughty list realize it's not so much about the wonder of the tree. Still kids, it's about the wonder of the tree. But for us, it's about the wonder of the table. The preciousness of life lived with people that we love and journey with. We have the day events. In the month of December, we did a seniors party, a toddlers party, a Sunday school party, a kids club party, a youth club party. What do I need to do Why do we do it? Because it's important to come together. And my memory is of this church is now that, oh, we've got blue, we had green carpet, now we've got a blue carpet with green seats, now we've got blue seats. It's always about the moments we come together, we do parties together, we do life together, the kitchen. Probably the most important thing about this evening is near the food. It's about the atmosphere. It's about the lightness and the joy in the kitchen and the people. Bobby came and was grumpy. Could be the best of the best of the best dished up. That's not the memories that we'll mind. We'll mind being together, will we? It's the wonder of the table. But this is possible. The wonder of the tree and the wonder of the table. Number, wonder number three. The wonder of the stable. Max, ah, that's possible. Why do we get gifts at Christmas, kids? It's not just another birthday for you. 
It's Jesus' birthday. And from this, the morning of his birth, three wise men came bearing gifts, and we showed appreciation to Jesus. We kind of gave Jesus a, a gift or a parcel under the tree, but we showed appreciation to Jesus by how we treat each other and gain gifts to one another because of this wonderful morning. Ruin a table. Why is that significant to the gospel? Because Jesus, when he was born, took wise men. They had to travel, they say, up to six months just to see him. He also broke through some lowly shepherds, some poor shepherds. The picture of the stable was a picture of people coming ruined. Not the table, but the stable. Because Jesus loves gathering people to himself. He loves the community. He loves you. He loves your families. But the tree without the stable is just another birthday. The table without the stable is just another excuse for a good time. I pray during this season that we would recognize the wonder of the stable for happened that morning. That God came doing. That God sent a Savior that we just didn't need another wild life. We needed Jesus. And that's virgin birth, immaculate conception. The wonder of that morning, the first Christmas when God broke through, He opened up the heavens, He gathered people Himself, there was gifts shared, and He was born in a manger, near in a palace. This King Jesus, this God, became completely vulnerable. One thing He would say about a baby, vulnerability, then He'd carried, then He'd cradled, then He'd fed, and He'd anapis changed, and God decided that He would come as a vulnerable baby. This festive season, then I forget about that moment, the wonder of the stable, joy to the world, amen? The King has come, peace and goodwill to all men, all who God is pleased with. He sent a Savior. It says at that moment of the shepherds, there was multitudes and multitudes of angels that was seen rejoicing at this wondrous moment. Yet there's two wonders left because we did not worship baby Jesus. And the other picture I was thinking of was the cross at Calvary. His name will be Jesus, for He will save His people from his sins. If I think about Christmas, in Scriptures, it's now like half the Gospels is dedicated to the, the morning of the Nativity. It's a time we come together, it's time to celebrate, and the kids will be partaking in so much Nativities. But Jesus had a mission. It says as He went to the cross, He went to fulfill His mission. He set His face like flint. He did no wrong. He through the whole 33 years of his life without sinning so that he could be a perfect sacrifice for you. God had said without the shedding of blood, there would be no sacrifice for sins. Kids, for his sin, it is mistakes we mark towards God. God's our ultimate father. You see, when you make a mistake towards your parents, and then they have to get you into trouble and get you to do the dishes, well, God didn't expect us to go and do the dishes. He expected us to believe in Jesus. 
the wonder of the cross, that this baby would grow up and become a sacrifice and Mary forgave him birth. Was it the crucifixion? You imagine that? Parents, to see a boy that you loved, a boy that you nursed, a boy that you cradled, and yes, he could walk on water, yes, he could raise the dead, yes, he could heal the lame, cure sicknesses and diseases, yet he was rejected. The Pharisees got jealous of him because he was a man, he was a God-man of complete authority and results and miracles, and they was part of a failing system, and they Mary had to see her precious boy as she was in the crowd. And even at the very end, Jesus was caring for his mom and said to Apostle John, John, look after her. Let her become your mother. The wonder of the cross, the pathway of salvation, the shed blood, this baby. Now, growing up 33 years on the cross, shed his blood. I want us to appreciate this festive season, the power of your salvation the crucified Savior that came and died. And if you now believe in that this morning, I would encourage you, if you believe and sing the Christmas carols, and you don't want the table, and you don't want the tree without the stable, I want to point you to the cross. The point of our salvation. How does it become effective? You believe that Jesus is who He says He is. You thank Him that through His shed blood on the cross, there's a pathway of forgiveness and we're not in trouble with an Abba Father named Mary. We're made righteous and right with God, and His Spirit comes and lives in us. That's the fourth wonder, the last wonder that I want to leave you with before we pray. The wonder of the empty tomb. Ewings are getting Christmas and Easter in a wonder. The wonder of the tree, presents, kids, yes. The wonder of the table, the wonder of the stable, the wonder of the cross. We do not worship a dead Savior. He died on the cross for your sins. He became something, but the resurrection, He became everything. And His presence is here with us just now as our risen Savior. I did not follow baby Jesus. Oh, you're spoiling Christmas for us. I did not follow the crucified Savior only. We have a relationship with the risen Savior. Fucking help us in our time on need. That you can feel the love of His presence because He's a resurrected Savior. When I was thinking of the wonders of Christmas, I thought, I cannot miss out the resurrection. For He proven to the world that He conquered death, hell, and the grave. And He could be known as this, a personal Savior. So even if you're struggling this Christmas, you can pray to dear Lord Jesus, and He is there. Not just because He died for you, but because He lives for you, and He intercedes at the right hand of the Father, and He sent His Holy Spirit. Kids, you can speak to Jesus, and He is listening. As you say your prayers, and even if you had a tough day at school, He's a risen Savior. The tomb is empty. The tomb was not empty so that Jesus could come out. The tomb is empty so that Abdi could look and be amazed that He's a risen Savior. Death couldn't hold Him. If it comforts me, if death couldn't hold Him, 
wellness hold us. And we can know him for our eternity. This is for a season. One day he'll come back or we'll go to be with him in a place of wonder. You thought the wonder of the tree was amazing. You thought the wonder of the table was amazing. The wonder of the stable was amazing with the angels, the wonder of the cross, the wonder of the resurrection that happened on earth. You think that was amazing. You wait till the fulfillment of all things in a place called heaven. I find that kids believe in heaven a lot more than adults. Adults try and get their heads around things. You speak to kids about heaven. They're like, wow, yes, we believe in angels. We believe in heavenly things. And I pray that this season, kids, the wonder of the tree, enjoy your Christmas morning. That. Be specific, and I hope you get what you specifically asked for. But if you didn't, be grateful. It's just good manners. You may be on a note in this last year, walking about your carpet with a remote control car that doesn't go very far. The wonder of the table. Listen, people, again, some of you, this, this is hard because you go through grief and you've got many folk on your table these days. If ever you can, if ever you meet, if ever be, deliberate, be deliberately meeting up with people, appreciate these times. This is valuable times. This is the times you look back on and think, ah, I remember I was there. The yeah, wonder of the table, the wonder of the stable, will rejoice. They're trying to take this moment out of schools and nothing. God, the, 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 the winter holidays. I think even some atheists would be like, no, maybe didn't I believe. We still like a Christmas carols. We still like the nativity story. Keep in mind, then I take, I take Jesus to our Christmas. If you're putting your Facebook reels on, it's Merry Christmas. Again, some people change it to Xmas. Then I'd be lazy. Isn't it? X didn't it come as a baby. Christ is. I'm going to make a simple for you in your Facebook or Instagram, or Snapchats, I'm just all, Facebook's a thing. It's Christmas. Christmas. We celebrate Christmas. Can I get an amen? We've got to keep Jesus as part of the gospel, didn't we? We've got to keep, we're not going to be lazy. Xmas. It's not Xmas. It's not Christmas. It's not that. It's Christmas. Hallelujah. And the church needs to keep Jesus as part of the gospel festive season, it's Christmas putting on the Christmas cards. Then I buy Christmas cards to people that says Xmas. No, no, don't I do that. But Christ, it's Christmas. There is Christmas cards. We merry Christmas on it. Praise the Lord. That's me going out of my system. Okay, and then crucifixion. I'm not going to repeat my sermon. The wonder of the cross. Let's thank Him for His blood. And let's thank Him that He's a risen Savior and we can feel His presence through all this season. I'm just going to pray. I'm going to ask you just to pray this prayer after me. It's a prayer of thanksgiving. We've got to thank Him for the wonder of the stable that He came. We've got to thank Him for His crucifixion that He came, and He died for us so there'll be a pathway to be forgiven our sins, but He is a risen Savior. And you pray this prayer if you believe, if you're praying it for the first time. And you will want to say, look, I've just came here for a service, but yes, I truly believe. And as you say this prayer, we believe that the Holy Spirit will come and live inside you and change your life forevermore. And come and see us after the service you've prayed it for the first time. And be delighted to encourage you in the faith. Let's pray. I want kids' loud voices on. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you came as a baby. We thank you for the wonder of the stable.
that you chose to make yourself vulnerable, to come as a human, to put on flesh, to be a sacrifice for us. We thank you for the wonder of the cross, your shed blood that can forgive us of our sins. Forgive us, Jesus. Make us new by the power of your blood. And we thank you, Jesus, for the wonder of an empty tomb, that you are a risen, glorified, majestic Savior, victory is your name. And help us during this season to recognize you and in everything give thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you. We've got to get a worship team up. Paul, give. And that's a time of generosity as well. We are blessed. We are part of a church that is incredibly generous. And if you are a visitor here this morning, just let the bags pass you by. There is no, um, no pressure to give, but it's good to give into the local church. Without giving into the local church, we couldn't do meals. We couldn't give special gifts at Christmas to local charities. We couldn't keep the lights on here. So we are so grateful for, all through the year, the generous giving of God's people. But let's stand as we bring our service to a close and worship the resurrected Savior, King Jesus.